Good evening and welcome back to the Bookie Bet Show. This weekend and this evening we're going to preview a couple of English Premiership rugby games. We've got the Curry Cup final to look forward to and we've got a little bit of English Premiership football um, and we've got the big race day. It's the, it's the Sun Met at Kenilworth tomorrow. Uh, 12 exciting races, um, amazing field and lots lots to get through but yeah let's have a let's have a look at the at the rugby there's six premiership matches taking place tonight uh, saturday and sunday we're going to kick off with a, a sale i mean a bristol bears versus bath um fixture and just so you know a lot of the players have been called up for england they won't be uh, partaking in any of the games this weekend they are in camp they are in their bubble so that'll that'll change a few things when looking at the teams and looking at the spread so be very mindful of that uh, i can't caution you enough to make sure that you look at the teams and look at how things have changed with the call-ups and make sure that you are on the right side of the w so yeah let's look at bristol versus bath um you know bristol bristol lose a few players to the six nations but they're still largely unaffected and are a very classy side that field a team full of internationals. Um, if you look at their backline, they've got Charles Piertal, Luke Morahan, Semi Radrada, Piers Connor, Henry Purdy, and Andy Uren and Ian Lloyd. I mean, the, the, the th- 13 to 15, that's pure class. And then if you look at the forward pack, also they've got John O'Foy at three, uh, Dave Atwood comes in at four, uh, Chris Vieux at, at five, and then you've got Lua Tour, Dan Thomas, and Nathan Hughes at eight. So that's a very solid pack. Bath, unfortunately, will be losing some of their best players. You know, they lose uh, Underhill, they lose Anthony Watson, they lose Toby Felital, um, they lose Will Stewart at tight head, who's been some sort of, uh, just a, an amazing um, find. He's only 24 years old, and he's, he's, he looks like he's got a huge future ahead of him. But yeah, they also don't feel the bad team. Uh, a bit of inexperience coupled with a bit of experience. You know, you've got Ben Spence at nine and Reese Presland there, who's having a great season, scoring lots of points with the boot. Scored a few tries as well. You've got British line Jonathan Joseph at 13 and uh, McConaughey at 14. Um, I see one schoolman, the South African, X Shark, is playing at one. It's their pack that really is affected. You know, you've got Josh Bayless and Zach Mercer at six and eight. Um, but besides that, not too much else and that uh is is yeah that's a bit unfortunate i do actually see that they've got felita on the bench with cameron redpath so they haven't been quite called called up into their teams as yet and uh, callum sheedy as well the welsh international on the bench for bristol so yeah this is a this should be a cracking game uh, the bristol bears are in solid form they've 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 Got one one defeat in seven, where they lost to Claremont at home, and had a cracking win against um, Exeter the other weekend, uh, where they went there and, and gave them a good club. <coughs> so yeah, they um, they've got good good form against against Bath as well. Uh, they they lost twenty six nineteen in two thousand nineteen, but uh, the rest of that they, they've uh, actually beaten them in the last five fixtures. So yeah, they've got they've got good form there, and taking a look at the spreads. Um, just getting down here. Yeah, it looks like on the on the nine to ten spreads that Sale will will have a. Uh, I mean, well, Bath will have a ten and a half start. Uh, so Bristol will need to win by eleven on the nine to ten line. This is 
is always it's it's quite a lot um, to to cover. I must say, especially um, you know, it, it, there's been a bit of a break and they haven't played Premiership for a while. But I just feel that the the loss of those of those big players is just going to be too much for them. Um, it's you know, big players have big moments, and a guy like Red Ryder, he's he, he's a big time player, and he he'll be looking at this Bath. Uh, backline and be looking forward to to really show his worth and 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 uh, put some guys in the gaps. But yeah, the uh, you know the head to head, we've got a nice a nice match up there with two ex England internationals. We've got Nathan Hughes and uh, Zach Mercer. Zach Mercer actually just said that he'll be playing in France from next year, so Bath will want to make sure that they get their full money's worth um, for the rest of the season. But and Nathan Hughes, he'll be trying to work his way back in, into contention. He hasn't played a test match for a couple of years now. I think the last one he played or the last tour that he went on was here to South Africa when Eddie Jones uh, bought their squad and uh, Sia Khaleesi was his first series as captain. I think uh, Nathan Hughes started in that win at Newlands in the wet. But yeah, it's uh, that should be an interesting duel. Um, I just we just feel here at Bookie a team with uh, Nathan Hughes, Luatua, Perta, and Rada. Rod Ryder, they just look too good on the team sheet and they definitely back it up with their ability. Um, Bath will still feel the competitive side but will battle to keep up with these Bristol Bears and we think that Bristol will cover the minus, to t- minus 10 and a half spread here and yeah, just going on their form. It's, it, they on, they're on great form. they five wins in a row, one, one loss in seven. Bath a really iffy season so far, four losses, one win in the last five. You know, lost to Leicester last weekend. Lost in a high-scoring game against Wasps at home. I'm not sure how much how much time their 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 coach has got, but yeah, they they need to do something special here to to go to Bristol to Ashton Gate and actually beat them. We then move on to the next game. We've got Leicester versus Sale. The the home team. You know, they're taking huge confidence from that win against Bath, um, where we mentioned earlier they were 14-0 down. Uh, a yellow card down and managed to really punch up above their weight and win that game. The star of that game was the South African Jasper Visa, who's Kurbis's Visa's brother. He plays for Sale and he was ex-Stormer. I mean, he he had, he had a yellow card in that first half and he turned it into a somewhat special display in the second. And, and he was just a great source of go-forward ball. Every time he got the ball, he made meters and it was actually a pleasure to watch. But yeah, he takes on... Um, his fellow countrymen, uh, the Sale South Africa or Sale Sharks, as they are known, um, they'll be journeying to Welford Road with a new director, Alex Sanderson, who comes from Saris. Um, you know, a lot of good things have been said about this guy. He's a he was a great player himself, and he could be potentially someone who can unlock the value in this team. You know, they are a team that are that has has cost a lot to assemble, and you know they they have duly underperformed in the last two seasons so yeah steve diamond left under dubious circumstances but um yeah good luck to him and let's see what he does their form lines leicester you know in the last five uh two wins three losses sale managed to get two wins on the bounce uh, so they've turned their season around a little bit but um yeah if you look at the if you look at the teams um not much Leicester do lose Ellis Gengi and they lose their, their halfback pairing, which, which which could be pretty um, pretty big for them. They do have uh, Freddie Stewart at fullback, who's been playing really well. Nadala at eleven. They've got the store, the the old the, the journeyman Richard Wigglesworth, great player, great um, England international, Saris legend. I think he must be 
about 37 now. So he's going really well. Tom Youngs will captain them at two. And they um, have got some interesting people on the bench. I see they've got Julian Montoya, the, the, the Jaguare and Argentinian. Great player. And Thomas Lavanini, he's back. Kyle Brink, the South African. And then we move to the Sale Sharks. They are missing a stack of players. Fife is playing at nine, but that back line with McGinty and Marlon Yard, they're missing a few there. And the, the up front and, and at the locks, it's none of the Dupree brothers. Uh, John O'Ross playing at six and no um, no Ben Curry, Tom Curry with England, obviously. No, no Jean-Luc, no um, uh, Daniel Dupree. And Kubis Visa will be at four. So Daniel Dupree is actually serving a suspension from that game against Gloucester. So yeah, he won't be around. Uh, taking a look at the spreads. Now, this is an interesting one for us. Um, you know, Leicester are 12 to 10 with, 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 with a couple of the bookies, uh, a couple of the, the totes, and this is a bit skewed in my eyes. I see they were trading 13 to 10 on the outright, um, and now they are down to 1.12, so you need to get onto them if you do fancy them. But they are only getting a 1.5 start now. Initially, they were getting a 6.5 start beginning of the week. So that's telling me a lot of money has come for Leicester. Um, and... Yeah, Leicester punched well above their weight this season, and this is much to do with that solid platform that the, the, the pack provides for them. You know, they'll have their work cut out for them at, on on, um, on uh, tonight, and I just feel that Leicester have maybe turned the corner a bit with with Steve Borthwick, and we think they'll be too strong here. And you know, initially on the six point five line, we were definitely saying they would take the spread. But I feel on the art route, these guys are good enough to, to beat Sale and, and carry on their winning ways, get two in a row. We then move on to tomorrow's games, and we've got a couple of nice ones to look at. We've got Worcester versus the um, reigning champs, Exeter. Now, Exeter have lost a few games, which is really not like them. They've lost two out of the last five, and they lost two in a row which uh, is unprecedented for, for a team um, like them. Um, it's been a while since they've gone on a bit of a bad run of form, but you know things happen in rugby like that. You can't win every single game, even though last season they felt, you felt like you could back them every single spread and they would just come, come home with the bacon. So yeah, uh, they're still fielding a pretty decent team. If I look at the teams here, they, they, you know, Stuart Hogg's still playing. They've got Joe Simmons at 10. Hepburn at one, uh, Johnny Gray at four. So they've kept their, their, their Scottish internationals. The pack is very strong. They've got a decent uh, looking bench. And then if I look at the, the Worcester team, they are missing a few. They've got Hogard at nine, Shonata at three, Kitchener at five. So a decent looking pack, but a back line that, that could be exposed a little bit. Ollie Morris is at 13. Um, but Exeter might be um yeah, they might be due for a for a good game and i feel like worcester might be on the receiving end here i just want to take a look at the spreads and see how they've com compared to how we had them earlier in the in the week but um if i look at the at the lines uh, exeter we're getting well, worcester we're getting eight and a half on the nine to ten line um they are now trading at Uh, Worcester are getting sure Worcester are now getting 16 and a half so that's that that's changed quite a lot that that's a big shift from eight and a half um, so yeah you see it's really important to to um, look at these 
look at these spreads early, but the thing is, you know, you don't know what's going to happen until you actually see the team. So we're a big believer in seeing the teams before you put a bet down. But for us, I'm not sure if that's even a bet. Uh, Worcester are at home. Exeter, not in the greatest form, but, you know, to win by 17 points is a lot. Um, you know, on the head-to-head, the, the home team, they'll need to focus on being a unit and stopping this Exeter 8. Um, they've been known to take away a game from teams very quickly. And they, you know, they, 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 they run off their Simmons brothers. You know, Simmons at 8 and Simmons at 10. You know, they control, they control the game for Exeter. And I just, yeah, they'll be too strong. They will win this game. I can't see Worcester winning it on the, on the, on the outrights. But, you know, Worcester are 7 to, seven to 1. But, yeah, this is the kind of a game that um, we, are, and are, we at Bookie would, would, would recommend to stay away from. I'm not sure they can cover the spread at 17. We may be wrong. But yeah, there's other games to bet on and better ones to look at. We then have got a Gloucester vs Northampton game. Now Gloucester are bottom of the table. Um, you know their coach must be losing his mind. Uh, some of their displays this season, they go they they go up at halftime and then manage to just capitulate in the second half. They've actually they actually won a really good game against Ulster in the Champions Cup, and that was probably their best performance of the season, where they beat the full strength Ulster at home. But their domestic form has been very ordinary. Uh, and here they will get an opportunity to fix that. Um, you know, Northampton will be very ring rusty. They haven't played a competitive game since Boxing Day last year. And Gloucester will see this as an opportunity to get a W and move off the foot off the table. Now, the spreads originally were minus one and a half for Gloucester, plus one and a half for Northampton. If I look at the updates here, um, yeah, Gloucester eight to ten minus well now that yeah minus one not minus point five. So yeah, this is going to be a tight game. Um, I'm definitely not writing off uh, Northampton. You know they are away. My only concern is that they haven't played since Boxing Day. Now that is almost a month of 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 no rugby due to COVID related stuff and. If I look at their teams, they, they arrive with quite a quite a decent team. You know, they that Alex Mitchell at nine, he's close to being an English scrum off. Dan Bigger at ten, Naya Vara at eleven, Piers Francis, Matt Proctor, George Furbank. They've got a really good loose trio of Nick Asiwe, Louis Ludlam, and Sean Ardenov, the Saffa. Uh, and then we move on to the the Gloucester team, which is also really solid, uh, especially in their pack. But they've lost uh, Lewis Rees-Zammett at, at 14 and, or 11. He's been going really well. And they lose their centers also. Um, Woodward's back. Um, and Lloyd Evans playing 10 with Willie Hines at 9. This is going to be a tight one. A very, very tight one. Um, I'm not sure if... If... Um, if, 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 if Northampton can pull this one off purely on the fact that they haven't played in a while. You know, the head-to-heads, the captain of Gloucester, Lewis Ludlow, who leads from the front, he's been really good. Um, he'll have his work cut out for him, especially against the loose trio of... Uh Yeah, so as I was saying, it's a tight one to call here. Um, I just feel that we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll see a Gloucester win here based on match fitness and sharpness, and they'll want to get one for the coach. Um, but don't be surprised if Northampton managed to pull, pull one here. Um, it's it's going to be tight, that's what I'm saying. So then we move on to London Irish versus Newcastle. Um, a very interesting contest that wait, awaits us at 
at uh, at the Reading Stadium. Now, we have been huge supporters of Newcastle Falcons this season. You know, they've won six out of seven spreads for us. And, you know, what I'm about to tell you is probably going to confuse, confuse you quite a lot because, you know, they're one of our money teams. But it's... It's a... Uh, I've watched a bit of London Irish and I think that they are really, really good value at the moment. Their form is not bad. They've they've drawn, they've in the last five they've drawn one, they've won three and lost one, which is pretty good and pretty decent. Um, they are getting a start of one and a half and I think that this could be a good one for them to target at home. Newcastle, as I said, won six out of seven spreads for us. Been a real revelation, you know, any team that Dean Richards coaches, you know, it's going to be good, it's going to do its basics well, and this is exactly what they do, they do their basics really well. So yeah, the teams won't be affected too badly by the call-ups, and um, yeah, there's some good players in that, uh, in that, in the, um, in the Irish team, they've got Billy Meeks, Curtis Rona, Paddy Jackson, Nick Phipps. In the pack, they've got Creevy and Rob Simmons, Steve Murphy, Sean O'Brien. So yeah, that's that's a solid solid looking pack. And uh, you know, there's a couple of players that um, that Newcastle have lost. They do lose their inspirational captain, Mark Wilson. Uh, he will be a big a big loss for them. And um, they but the backline is pretty much the same. That Orlando is a great player. He's the Hagawara and Argentinian. Uh, and then just on the bench, I just feel that maybe there might be a little bit too much on the bench from the Irish for, for Newcastle. So, yeah, I don't want to confuse you guys. As I've said, you know, Newcastle are one of my favorite teams. And um, it's, 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 I've been mulling over this for some time. But I just feel that, that, that uh, the Irish might have a little bit too much for them. And I see value in them. I see, you know, they, they're 13 to 10 at home. Newcastle 7 to 10. And on the 9.5, uh, they get a two and a half start. So I'm just trying to find the value for you guys. And I definitely feel that they are a team that is going to give you big value. We then have our final game of the weekend. It's Wasp, one of our favorite teams here. Also a money team. A cracking game against uh, Bath uh, two, week, two, three weekends ago. I mean, that was just a, an amazing game. 100 points almost. They're going off at uh, almost 5 to 10 with Harlequins 19 to 10. Now, Harlequins are going through quite a bit at the moment they have sacked their um their coach which was very sad paul guscott the ex saris england defense coach who was head coach of harlequins for just under two seasons uh he has felt the brunt of the board uh, after lo- after only winning two out of eight games this season so yeah unfortunately he won't be around um and yeah they it's 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 really unfortunate, but yeah, as we said, Wasps have been a money team for us at Bookie. Um, we can't, and and they've been a money team for us for a while. Uh, last season, they at the second half of the season, they they really came alive, and um, they just were just. I mean, they must they probably must be about eight out of eight out of ten games that they've won on the spread. So a good one to follow. Um, yeah, head-to-head uh, with Jack Willis at eight. Uh, he's going to have a fascinating matchup against Alex Dombrant, the Harlex- Harlequins captain. He's a fine player, uh, runs amazing lines, and he's up against the ultimate jackler in, in, in Jack Willis. So looking forward to that contest. Uh, we also expect this one to be fairly close. You know, uh, Harlequins will be hurting, but, you know, Wasps have named a really good um, team as well. So yeah, a fascinating matchup. Um, if I look at the spreads, the spread's sitting on 6.5, and I think Wasp will cover this. 
I don't think that that Harlequins are good enough to 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 beat them on the outright either. So yeah, we we um I expect this to be a uh a wasp plus a wasp minus victory they are a money team and uh, we expect them to cover the spread Fikatoa is back and that's a huge plus for them i must say their uh their back row and their pack is also is also quality and jimmy Gopeth slotting into 12 with jacob umaga that 10 12 access has been has been really good sapawaga also coming back into his New Zealand form at, at 15. So yeah, that wraps up the English Premiership. Just uh, a little summary of, of what we've spoken about. I think that uh, two, two, three of the games to target, I would definitely take the Leicester. I like that. I like Leicester. I like them against Sale. I like them a lot. I would target that Irish game against Newcastle. I, I also like them a lot at home. And I would target the Wasps game to um, to, to sign off the, the weekend. I, I like... I like them a lot. So yeah, uh, as as we were saying, um, we also have the the Curry Cup final. The the Sharks are going up to Pretoria, and yeah, this is going to be a, a humdinger. Although there is rain expected, which is not great. Um, now the early spreads were that the Sharks were going to get a five and a half a five and a half start, uh, which was quite quite uh, I thought quite minuscule for for the final to be totally honest i mean they've they've played the bulls three times this year and they've lost every single time away at loftus but they did manage to pull a win at home but yeah the bulls are trading at four to ten which is also not bad and the sharks are two to one um they have moved up now at if i look at the nine to ten line i'm just trying to find it here but it's sitting yeah it's sitting on on uh on 6.5 so the sharks are actually getting a 6.5 start um no, the, the teams are, are fairly unchanged uh jaden hendrickson will start ahead of uh, Sinele nohamba for the sharks um after that great victory against western province but you know they'll have it all to do they 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 are up against a very very strong pack now if it's going to be wet, that's going to suit the Bulls because that nullifies that, that back three for the Sharks and, and the Lacanio magic. Um, so, yeah, I think that the Sharks are going to be in for a long, long day, especially if it's wet. And I would say that the Bulls would maybe pull away by about 15 points or more in the final. Um, you know, Mornay Stein having a great season. He's up against Kerwin Bosch, who, you know, he can put them put them away from 55 meters or so. So, yeah, I just, just, it's going to be tough for them. Dwayne Vermeulen is having a cracking season. That 21-year-old on the flank, Ulrich Lowe, is also having a cracking season. And Marco van Staden, who's just signed for Leicester Tigers, will also be starting for them. Um, so, you know, Jake White, and especially in the scrum offs, Fori Dupree has been working with their scrum offs, Van Zale um, and Embraer's Papier. They just seem to be, they, they, their game plan and their style, they, 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 they bully teams, but they also can really score some great uh, tries. I mean, Cornell Hendricks at 12 also been amazing for them. So, yeah, Jake White's doing a lot of good things there, backed by some heavy investors, much like the Sharks. And I think that the Sharks and, and Bulls will be two teams to watch going forward. So, yeah, great season. Uh, Bulls can make it two in a row, the Super Rugby Unlocked and the Curry Cup. But Sharks, as I said, if it, was, if it wasn't wet, I'd be thinking they could maybe pull an upset. But just, it'll be very hard for them in that way to nullify that pack. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the rugby for us for the weekend. And then we have the, the, giant, the, I mean, the Sun Met, I should call it. Uh, 12, 12 races, cracking card. Now we will send a, a much in-depth in uh, podcast 
later, but I just wanted to summarize some of the Group 1 races. And the first one is the Race 7, it's the Cape Flyer. It's a thousand meter sprint. This is an unbelievable lineup, probably one of the best lineups I've seen in, in a couple of years. Uh, you know, more than a few horses can stake their claim here, um, but we would be hard to look no further than Celtic Sea, Eric the Red, Casimir, Rear Karari, and another one that's, that looks quite dangerous is Vera Nishias, carrying 54 kgs. And then there's some other just amazing horses in that race. You know, Bold Respect came second last year. You've got Russet Air, the defending champion. So it's, and then you've got Run Fox Run. I mean, she's an unbelievable mare in her own right. So yeah, cracking race. Uh, Richard Free has chosen Eric the Red over Casimir. That gives you an indication that he feels Eric the Red is going is going better and will have the, you know, will have the better run. Um, you know, Gavin Larina, he's on Celtic Sea. We love Celtic Sea. Been very good for us at Bookie also. Put people into a lot of bets into Celtic. Uh, and, you know, Gavin Larina has a special bond with Captain L and the Captain L Fetty Celtic. So, yeah, he'll have her in the exact position running down to the line. Um, this should be an absolute cracker. And the quartet might be a good player. It should pay a handsome dividend if, if you have two, if you have two roughies coming in and filling that top four berth. So yeah, I would look to rove two bankers at the top uh, and uh, play a couple of horses to come in third and fourth. We our bankers would be Celtic and Eric, uh, but you know Casimir, I wouldn't. He's very dangerous. So is that Run Fox Run, and there could be a, someone else if we haven't thought about like Rio Carrari. So yeah, this is going to be an absolute cr uh, cracker. We move on to the race eight, the Majorca Stakes. This is sixteen hundred. Um, this is Clouds Unfold. Has been the champion twice in the last two years. She's taking on the, the new favorite, the new darling, Captain's Ransom. Now, Clouds Unfold is drawn quite wide, which might go against her, but you know she loves that 1600 meter, she loves that run in, and she should be locked in flying down to the line at the end there. Um, the Guineas winner, Captain's Ransom, has the run of the draw, uh, drawn nicely, but you know she loses her weight advantage from their previous meeting. Um, she is very classy uh, and oozes talent, so we're expecting a cracking race from both of them. Other notable contenders include Silvano's Proud, who should run to the front and hope these and hope these you know top two don't don't chase her down. Uh, Chaching should also be right up there and has the services of the red hot Grant Finikirk, um, who's just come off the Queen's Plate um, winning horse. So yeah, the the exacta play could work here with Clouds Unfold pipping her younger Rack Campton's Ransom. Uh, that would be my pl our play, but you could box that and, and, and hope they both come one or two. We then have our final um, the final race. It's the it's the Sun Met. It's a 2,000 meter. Uh, a small but very classy field. It, it, it finishes off the grade ones for the day and the 20 million rand pick six. You know, Kenilworth has uh, it's had some fine run-ins over the years and this should be no different. Um, there's five grade one winners who line up to fight it out including a past Met winner in Rainbow Bridge and he was very close to adding his to his group one tally at the Queen's Plate a couple of weekends ago. Now, the starting favorite has to be Bulgarian. Uh, it's the 2020 July winner, and he will absolutely love the two extra furlongs at play. Uh, he's bred for races of 2,000 meters or over, um, so you know, watch out for him. He is, he is heavy favorite. Uh, there's also lots of talk about the Queen, Queen Supreme and her chances. Um, she's traveled down from Joburg and apparently traveled all right. Uh, and her stable is expecting a huge race from her. We've got word that, you know, they're saying that she is absolutely flying. So the way she won that uh, paddock stakes over 1800, you know, it's only extra 200 meters. She 
carrying 57 and a half, taking on the boys, anything can happen. It might be the day for the girls. But yeah, she's got a real chance of turning it on and finding herself up at, up at the top. Um, Rainbow Bridge, the bridge was very unlucky on, Q, on Queen's Plate Day. Um, he also loved the extra two furlongs. Um, and you know, his met record is good. He's won one, he's come second last year to one world, what a cracking race that was. Uh, and he could also possibly stack up another W on Saturday. Um, his half-brother, Golden Ducket, is another one that can pose a serious challenge if he gets the rub of the green. He had a brilliant ride and on, on the QP day where he had to dictate matters and, and still managed to, to finish up front. He likes to come off the pace. Um, so yeah, that was a different type of ride for him. Uh, and then lots of talk about do it again. He's been he's been running well. You know he he started running again nicely at that July last year where he was drawn 18th and ended up finishing fourth, and was running on nicely at the Queen's Plate day. So you know he's also a, a proven champion, multiple Grade One winner. So yeah, expect 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 some magic from him. He also has Anton Marcus on board, and uh, he could potentially get his maiden met do it again. I'm talking about. So yeah. Just a couple of best bet options here. You know, we've got Chrome Yellow at 9 to 2 in the Stayers. The value bet could be Rainbow Bridge as the place, 9 to 10. You know, always places. Uh, the best double of the day. Uh, quite a nice one is looking at Rascalian into Clouds Unfold. All Celtic Sea, that would give you 9 to 1. Uh, and the best treble we've gone for the for the for the ladies. We've gone High Hosanna, Celtic Sea, and Clouds Unfold will give you 25 to 1. Yeah, and you know, as we as we alluded to earlier, it could be a ladies' day. You know, if you throw Queen Supreme in there, and um, they they could be coming home with 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 the honours. So enjoy, get onto your bets. There's lots to bet on. There's also English Premiership football, but we'll look at that with some with some tweets. And have a great weekend, and enjoy all the punting, guys. Cheers.